Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right, this is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 365, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny Southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? Doing well. Yeah? How's everything going? Great. Any more uh, pantry reorganizations going on down there? Or what's new? What's on the agenda this week? No, that's all done. Now I just got to do my closet. Mm. But you got it all set up. You just have to organize it now? Yeah. That's good. And you're shut out of golf for the weekend. For the weekend, yeah. Little member guest action. No reciprocals going. going on or anything? I'm sure they have <laughs> I you wonder if take they, advantage of it. Yeah, I don't know because it's in season. So, mm. go play a little concession. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice the week after the tournament, don't you think? <laughs> Shoot 160. Yeah. Did, did we talk about that last week? About how hard it is? No. Or we just that was just us talking, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That place looks ridiculous. Now, do. You, where ahead, did, you played Lakewood National, right? Yeah. How's that place? Lakewood National is great. Because they play the Corn Ferry there, don't they? Yes, they do. Yep. That's yeah. where we played all last winter. Okay, that's right. Yep. I couldn't remember. Lakewood National. Yeah. I was reading something, and they were talking about concession. It was like just an online thread, and they were saying how hard it is and how it makes the pros look silly sometimes. And they said, but a great place, like if you're good and you want to get better, is Lakewood National. Like it's a... It's not oh, impossible, really? but it's not. It's a still a good challenge, but it's not too crazy. Like, just because they're close to each other, right? Yeah, so, yeah, they're yeah. only a few five miles or so. So, anyway, so the big member guest going on at uh, Sarah Bay. Yep, he remained on the waiting list, although that was due mostly in part, I would imagine, to me. But did did the waiting list shrink or no? Was it no? They only had one cancellation. One. So you wouldn't have made it anyway. Even I was like eleven. Oh, jeez. What was the... How did they rank it? It was just lottery? It it was lottery, but I think they... Get grand- like a, I was going to say, do you get like right of first refusal yeah. to play the previous year? Kind yeah, of? I think I think they did that. I mean, it. whatever. I'm not going to... I don't care. I'm the new guy, but... No, I would but like I to just, get into it next year. Right, but I don't know how they... like. If you play in it, you should be able to play in it the next year. Yeah, you would think so, but it was actually a sign-up. You had to click to online. You got an email. Hmm. So it's pretty much the first people to get in got in. It's interesting. Because, yeah, I imagine there's not a ton of turnover. Probably most of the members, you don't probably lose a lot of members there. Yeah, I think they had 86 groups. So, wow. that's a lot. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I mean... It's 170 probably. golfers. Yeah. It's quite the field. Think they still had under four-hour rounds? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I bet they did. It's, that place is stupid. They just have it down to a science. I mean, we did the 830 shotgun Monday before they had the practice round, and uh, we were done by, like, 12, 10 yeah. past 12. It's fantastic. And was it pretty full? Uh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Wasn't that bad? That's good though. It helps it move along, certainly. What else is new? How's the weather down there? You said it's been nice. Yeah, it's very been very nice. It's supposed to be pretty cold this weekend, and then oh. maybe sixties next week. Oh, this the end of the tunnels coming up, isn't Get it? The Buzz? windows down. Oh yeah. I got people calling for for when can I put my first round of fertilizer down, Pards? Not yet. Uh, the ground's still yeah. frozen. <laughs> you still got snow on the edge of your driveway. You might want to wait a couple days. But it's it's good though. I, I can see the the light. I might have to like start scrubbing the clubs, getting them. When ready. do you start? When do you get excited? Like another week or two? Usually the Masters. That's when you're. That's kind of the break even point for me. Tournament. The NCA tournament was always nice too. We got a lot of melting. Though. Yeah, but we got some melting. We yeah. had some miserable storms. Sure. But we we started to get our melts, and you could like actually see the sidewalks. Because mm. that's seeing sidewalks is big. Yeah, when you, you live like up that. there. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, but usually by the masters, I know that I can leave the clubs in the trunk the rest of the year. I don't have to worry about like putting the snow shovel back out. So that's always a nice thing. The masters was one, regardless of what the temperature was outside. I put the uh, I put the windows. I opened up the windows. You needed the windows down. For Had that, to open for that. Forty five degrees. The windows were open for the masters. Makes sense. Maybe for an hour, but they were open. Now the big this is uh the players is this weekend, right? No, this is Arnold Palmer. Oh, Bay Hill, that's what you went to last year. Yeah. And then the following week everything got shut down. So this is like we're coming up on the one year one year, one year anniversary of all, this, of all the sports getting shut down. Because the players they stopped after the first round. They played the Thursday. They played round. the first they played the first round with spectators and they said they were gonna play the final three without spectators and then, and then whoop, that was it. it. Yeah. I don't. Yep. That made sense though, because guys that didn't live in the U.S. wanted to get out before they shut down travel. They didn't know what was going on at that point. So I I get that. But how many people are going to be at Bay Hill today? Uh, I know they have some, but is it look like low? some look like some pretty good crowds, Billy? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Florida is open for business. Yeah. Oh, it's good sounding. Bone said it's so nice to have people inside there. It's nice. I mean, it's outside too. You know, yeah, I mean, I think you can go to the beach. Right. And if you keep your, your distance from people and whatnot. You know, I wouldn't want someone like some stranger rubbing his like hand against my face. But I wouldn't want that anyway. We had a uh, we had a COVID scare at work. We had to get the place disinfected this oh, morning. Who, oh, I can't say who, but what, ha- what happened? Uh, somebody who was in the store just for a day. Ended up tested positive like six days later, and they said, "Well, if it's in within seven days, they have to get it cleaned." So he tested positive six days after. So he was there Friday last week. Tested positive Thursday. He hadn't been there in between, but we still had to get the place clean before we could open up. How close to him were you? Uh, I mean, close enough, but we had masks on, like six feet, eight feet apart. Follow the science. Follow the science. 
I feel good. It's been a week since I saw him, so I feel okay. I think I'm pretty much what I got like two more days, and I'm officially in the clear. But I think if you don't show symptoms within a week, you're pretty much good. Need to quarantine 14 days. 14 months. I do not need to quarantine. I was told that by my HR department. They called me. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you, though. My mistake. Would you like to hear about my unofficial beer sponsor of the week? Go ahead. This is from the Rutland Beer Works out of Rutland, Vermont. And this is the Rutland Red Amber American Amber Ale. 5% alcohol by volume. Any, any blurbs on here? Nope. Just says a uh, brewed and canned in Rutland, Vermont. Just a classic red. One sip. Everybody knows the rules. It's good. It's got that little bitterness. I like red ales. A good amber ale. 5%. Rutland. Do you like Vermont, sir? No. No, you don't like that state, do you? No. Do you? I like cheese. Cabot cheese is nice. I went there to their Oh, factory. some nice Vermont cheddar is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I just don't like the state. I understand. I can buy that Publix, so I'm That's all true. set. Yep. That's a good point. But it was we went there a few years ago on the tour, and that was nice. Uh, one step, everybody knows the rules. Wait, wait, hold on. You toured you towards a cheese place in Vermont? Yeah, cabbage cheese. Oh, that sounds so awful. Oh, you would like it. They give you like samples of everything. No, oh, that sounds awful. We give it a seven point zero on the scale for the red. A seven point zero. We did. Uh, we had like a nice little fall weekend. You would have hated it. So was this a was this a New Hampshire slash Vermont trip? No, Please. it was straight Vermont. It was straight Vermont. Bill, I slept. What in the, the hell did you do to have to do that? It was before. Did you like we not had... cut the grass or something? <laughs> it was before we had kids. We went camping. <laughs> what? We slept in a tent. <laughs> and then we did like apple cider place. We did like a sugar shack where they make maple syrup. We Holy did like the Christ, cheese. Did somebody put drop something into your drink, or how did <laughs> hell did this go down? That's back when you're still like romance. Like you do the stuff you hold in hands and doing all that stuff that goes out the window after 10 years of marriage. Oh my good lord. That's a bad weekend. You would not That's... have enjoyed that weekend. <laughs> that would have led to divorce, Bill. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that... <laughs> I don't we think I could place... rough it at Fort Wilderness, let alone Rutledge, yeah, I Vermont. Know, right? I would not have. That's the last time I've gone camping. And it may be the last time I go camping. Oh, just apple cider and cheese and we're we're at this camp this campsite and it has bears like it it was like on bear notch road was the name of the road it was on and i'm like oh that's a cute name and then we go to check in they're like oh we've seen like six or seven bears roaming around so make sure you keep all your food in your car blah 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 and so i'm like laying on the ground on a stupid air mattress and you just hear guns going off like people are hunting the bears all night, just shotgun. Every like three minutes, you hear things walking around your tent. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna die. I'm either gonna get shot or I'm gonna get eaten by a bear. Oh, that sounds so bad. All for some Ben and Jerry's ice cream and some cabbage cheese. Oh, wow, that's what New Englanders do. That's all we. That's what we. That's know. what you do. I mean, that it is do. what it is. It's classic. That's in the playbook, isn't it? Yes. Going camping and going to all those stupid things. I I won't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna crap on uh, all the little places. I like doing that. I like going like to anywhere you get like free samples of stuff. Oh, all I those like little cute boutiques up there, pods. Well, I don't care about the boutiques. I like the free. Give me free samples of cheese, the maple syrup, the ice cream. I'm okay with all that. I don't just don't need to. I, I'd rather sleep in a bed. 
But wouldn't you rather just pay out of pocket for that and just be in your miserable couch watching the Masters? I don't mind going through that stuff, like doing the tours and stuff. I just don't want to sleep on the on the ground. I'd rather sleep in a hotel or Airbnb or something. Anyway, with that being said, should we should we take our first break? Sure. All right, we'll be right back. Long before the old Model T, round about the turn of the century, folks discovered a barrel of fun. Taking pictures by the light of the sun. Smile, Smile hug, hug, look at the camera, hold your breath and say cheese. Little did they realize back then they were making memories. Veggie, 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 veggie. Making memories, making memories, taking pictures is making memories, catching little pieces of time, making them yours and making them mine. Birthday places and happy faces just gradually disappear. But when we're making memories, happiness can reappear. Veggie, veggie, veggie. All right, we are back for break, episode number 365 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week we preview the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival for 2021. Is this something you're looking forward to, Bill? No, you're out. You're done. You're out on festivals. Been done for a couple years now. Even the art festival, or is that one okay for you? I like looking at the pictures, but that that just to get a a, a couple of Taco Bell tacos at eight ninety five, I'm all, I'm all set with. You're just out completely. I'm out. It's funny because you used to love them. They just you think they just did. Obviously, they've done too many. They're year round now, basically. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like you, Rubes, who only get down there once in a while, you might want to hit them, but. Every time I go into the park, they're doing the same damn thing with the same damn food. Right. And it's not, there's not like anything crazy unique at each one. They're all kind of the same version of the same thing. You get a small sample of the beer cheese soup. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's sure there's hidden gems like that pork belly in Brazil during the food and wine. Like that's a thing that you really like. But overall, you're not going to go out of your way to go to these festivals anymore. No. Unless there's a, when the concerts come back in, in full. You may want to go check out. <laughs> do, do you like the concert lineup for this one? Oh, uh, I, I didn't even want to do this show. I was so irritated. Just by that concert lineup? Just when I saw that, I'm like, I can't do this. You don't even want to talk about it? No. Well, we could zoom through. We don't need to have an extra long show this week. Well, speaking of shows, I don't know. I'm not good at math, but I think last week was our seven-year anniversary. Was it really? Based on, like, what's seven times 52? 364? Yeah, it would end in a four, right? Yeah. Two times seven, so yeah. So I think last week... Seven-year our... anniversary. Congratulations. Seven-year anniversary. Thanks. Wow. We have one listener for each year we've been doing and we show. have And we have yet to get a sponsor and make a dime on this thing. No, that's true. That's okay. Have We, we haven't looked for one either. That we is also, correct. We also haven't uh, tried to make our show more palatable for the masses. I think we could if we wanted. Yeah, we, we could do that a cookie before. cutter nonsense show. But that's not us. We do non cookie cutter extra nonsense show. Correct. Any anyway, 
let's get right into it because we needed something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is on the agenda. <laughs> do you have do you have any of the menus up? You want me to just read them and you can kind of give me a yay or nay on these? Yeah, things. just go ahead. All right, we're gonna go through the menus, then we'll talk about some of the entertainment options they have, if you want to call it that. Um, that that break music was Voices of Liberty, though, which mm-hmm. they've been playing at the main stage a lot. Which that's a nice thing. You, I mean, I love Voices of Liberty. Can't go wrong with that. Anyway, the first one on the list is uh, Bowern Market, and they have potato pancakes with house-made applesauce. Is that a yes or a no? That's a no for me, Pots. No, I don't mind that. How about a potato pancake with caramelized ham, onions, and herb sour cream? No, I'm all set with that. How about toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese? No. That's a no? No. How about warm cheese strudel with mixed berries, a little pastry? No. No. Okay, so we're 0 for 4. I would do... I don't mind the potato pancakes. That's something I like, but I wouldn't go out of my way for those. Then we're going to the uh, Cider House. And they have house-made potato and cheddar biscuit with salmon tartare. You're not a salmon guy. Nope. That sounds okay to me. Then they have a dessert, a dark chocolate raspberry tart with whipped cream. Negative. I think the main thing on there is the uh, ciders, which they have a pink lemonade cider, triple jam hard cider, stuff that doesn't really interest me too much. On to the sit- it's going to be in my head now for you like an that hour. though that's a good song that's a great it? song yes yes the citrus blossom we have a Meyer uh, is it Meyer or Mayer lemon like it's spelled like Urban Meyer so it must be Meyer right my I don't know why I'm asking you Meyer lemon poached <laughs> <laughs> lobster salad with grapefruit rose vinaigrette yuzu marinated hearts of palm and avocado yuzu panna cotta. That sounds like a lot of stuff that doesn't go with stuff. Yeah, it does. Me. How about a citrus braised crispy pork belly with kumquat and carrot? Sure. You try that? Yep. And then they have a, a citrus shortcake with orange chiffon cake, lemon curd, mandarins, whipped cream, and a citrus crumble. Sounds okay. They have an orange lemon smoothie and a souvenir orange bird sippy cup. That sounds fun for the kids. I like the orange bird. Do you like the orange bird? Yeah, he's he's all right. Coconut key lime ale from Fort Pierce, Florida. Where's that Fort Pierce? Fort Pierce is um on the other coast, so it's on the Atlantic side near Vero. Oh, okay. I would try that. I don't know if I'd like it, but I would try it. It's a beer flight, all that good stuff. All right. And you so know how I know where Fort Pierce is. Did you drive through it? On when your you get on, to- when you leave in Sarah Bay and you get on State Road seventy to get on I seventy five, there's a it, it shows a couple of cities and it says Fort Pierce like one hundred and forty seven. That's a so weird like, one. I gotta look that. Yeah, it is. It is. So I'm like, I gotta look up Fort Pierce. But it's just just letting you know what what the other coast is from that coast. point. That makes yeah. sense. So that's like directly east of there, I guess. Exactly. State straight Road seventy just goes straight here. east to west. That makes sense. So this is that the farmers feast. Uh, booth, which apparently has a rotating menu, which they're on the first rotation right now. This sounds like this could be good. This might be something that you would say, I would try this. A spring onion soup topped with crispy shallots and micro shot, micro chive for $4.75. Mm. Onion soup? You gotta yeah. try an onion soup. Yeah. 
This is something I would try. You may not. Duck confit with carrot puree, roasted root vegetables, rainbow oh, shard, and duck jus. And then they have a... This sounds terrible. Off the beaten path, profiteroles with red beet mousse, golden beet pastry cream, whipped goat cream cheese, and candied walnuts. That sounds awful. Then we have the uh, festival favorites booth. Another one that you would definitely not try. Watermelon salad with pickled onions, feta, uh, and balsamic reduction. Nope. That sounds horrible. That's a thing, though. That's like a like a chic kind of summery food item is like watermelon salads with onions and stuff. I just don't... I don't and like watermelon enough to try that. Yeah, balsamic on it. No. Now, this one, I know you're, you're going to say yes to. Beef brisket, burnt ends, and smoked pork belly slider with a garlic sausage, chadise, cheddar fondue, and house-made pickle. All day. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? All day. Now, this next one intrigues me because it's something I've never had, and I've always wanted to try it. Fried green tomatoes. I've had it. I got it at Port Orleans uh, Riverside. Yeah, yeah. So this is fried green tomatoes with a blue crab fennel salad, a remoulade, and smoked pepper. No to fennel. I can't do You fennel. don't like fennel. That's I right. Fennel. I like fennel, but that sound that would be right up my alley. I would try those two things for sure. Uh, next, we're on to the Flavorful Kitchen, hosted by Advent Health. So you know it's going to be good when it's hosted by a uh, health insurance company. Grilled baby vegetables with hummus, cream, and red pepper coulis. I'll give that a thumbs down. Seared Velasco salmon with farro risotto and micro herbs. You're not a salmon guy. And a strawberry mousse with chocolate crisp pearls. You know what I like, though? I do like the cedar plank salmon. Mm. So once in a while, you'll have a, a cedar plank salmon. Yep. Do you like smoked salmon? Like on a I bagel? don't like smoked anything. Mm. That's fair. Okay. Like, it has to... like. Like there's some that's just way too over smoked. Like it has to be a very very subtle smoke. Very subtle. Well, that's yeah. a, like I like a smoked salmon that's very subtle. I don't want it to taste like. I've had some that taste like almost like bacon. It's so smoky, which I like, but I can understand. But then you also get some smoked salmon that's you just get the salmon flavor with a little hint of smoke. And that when I you like look at some more. of the stuff that Schaefer cooks, it looks like it came out of a VFW sitting there twelve <laughs> hours with people just smoking. <laughs> it looks like it reds. <laughs> Looks like it came off a. Uh, what's the uh, airline that used to fly down to Disney? Eastern. Yeah, it looks like it came off an Eastern Airlines flight from the 1960s. From the 1960s, yeah, everybody's just smoking. It's just been sitting in the middle yeah. aisle, just slow roasting. <laughs> this has a nice hint of Marlboro Red to it. <laughs> uh, the next booth is the Fleur de Lis, and they have. A, ch- a goat cheese tart with caramelized onions on a flaky pastry crust. I believe this is in France. So this is mm-hmm. a goat cheese tart with caramelized onions. That is something I really like. And then they also have a braised duck confit a la orange with Parisian gnocchi. Nope. How about a, a chocolate macaroon lollipop? Or a... How's this one? A caramelized beignet filled with vanilla cream and glazed with a caramel fleur de lis or fleur de sel. So a salted caramel beignet. That sounds okay. If you're looking for something sweet. Do you like beignets? Have you had the beignets at like Port Orleans? Do I like the beignets? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because you're like in between. You're not a sweet guy, but you like donuts once in a while. And that's kind of like right on the borderline of a donut. Yeah, those are good, though. Yeah. So this one, that one sounded pretty good to me with the uh, caramel on it. 
This is uh, Hanami, which I believe is in the Japan pavilion. It's got a, a frushi, which is a strawberry, pineapple, and cantaloupe wrapped in sweet rice and pink soy wrap served with whipped cream. So that's fruit sushi. We have a shrimp and crab with spicy mayonnaise, cucumber slices, and creamy avocado roll. So that's a, a little sushi roll. And then we have a soy glazed pork shank with truffle mashed potatoes, crispy lotus flour, garlic chips, and green onion. That sounds fantastic. Soy glazed pork shank, truffle mashed potatoes, garlic. Yeah, that's something I would definitely try. That's seven dollars. That's a big, uh, big, high price item there. What do you think of that one? Would you go with that soy glaze pork? No, shank? no, yeah. you're out on that. I mean, I would. I'm not opposed to it, but it wouldn't be like one of the first six. You're or seven not going to go to it. Yeah, no, I got you. Although with the way these uh, menus have been going, it might be in your top five. <laughs> yeah. This is the Honey Bee Stro, hosted by the National Honey Board. We have a uh, Tupelo honey and sweet corn spoon bread with jalapenos, bacon, and house-made whipped honey butter. That actually sounds pretty good. A lavender honey mustard marinated chicken flatbread with whipped honey ricotta cheese, marinated vegetables, and purple haze lavender goat cheese. That's a no for me. Then they have a local wildflower honey mascarpone cheesecake with orange blossom honey whipped cream, whipped honey, crystallized honey, honeycomb, dehydrated honey, and fennel pollen meringue kisses. That's a lot of honey. Yeah, that, that sounds like that'd be very sweet. Next, we're going to move on to the uh, Jardin de Fiestas. This is Mexico, I believe. It's a tostada de conchinita braised pork on a crispy corn tortilla with black beans topped with pickled onions mango habanero relish and oregano uh, we have a taco vampiro braised beef on a corn tortilla with crispy grilled monterey jack cheese and salsa ranchera that sounds good and then we have the sopa de chorizo which unfortunately Sounds very good. And then we go to the first two words of the description. Plant-based chorizo on mm. fried corn dough with black beans and avocado mousse. So There's nothing like one of the filthiest, greasiest sausages on the planet in trying to turn like that into plant, plant-based. That's a good point. Because I, like, I don't know I don't know many crazies who like just eat grass. And they want shitties. And they're craving shitties. Yeah. That's... You know, a little little filter, maybe, you know, some chicken. Ooh, that steak on the grill smells really good. But they're not they're not craving shitties like you and I are. No, that's true. Because you, if you're either in or you're out. You're not like... Like, I could see if you turn to a vegetarian that you're like, oh, I crave bacon. Like, I used to have bacon. But shitties is like a whole other level. Yeah, like my brother-in-law is a vegan. He's a militant vegan, and he said once in a while he craves a burger. I mean, mm-hmm. which I don't know how you can't. Right. But he's somebody like, oh, what about like shitties and pepper? He'd be like, what is that? I mean, yeah, not many exactly. people. No, that's kind of out there. Yeah. With that being said, it's so good, isn't it? It is very good. Very filthy. La Isla Fresca is the next one, and we have a lamb curry with sweet plantains and rice. I'm not a lamb guy. No, I would try that. That's I like curry, and lamb doesn't bother me, so I would definitely try that. This sounds good. Sugar cane shrimp skewer with steamed rice and coconut lime sauce. 
and then a tropical mousse cup with layers of passion fruit cake, coconut mousse, and a tropical fruit glaze with fresh pineapple. That's fine. That's not my thing, but that sounds okay. We're moving on to the Lotus House in uh, China. These are called Papa Cakes, which are potato cakes filled with shrimp and water chestnuts served with house-made strawberry sauce. How can you have shrimp and strawberry? You know, I That's was all up. good until I heard the strawberry sauce. Yeah, even I'm out on that. You know I like to try crazy stuff. Yeah, you, you're not... always eating at that place. That's out for me. This one sounds okay. This is the bonbon chicken skewer with sesame and peanut sauce. Chicken you know, with... you wonder with all these, quote, um, retirements and quote, uh, end quote, if they don't even have executive chefs anymore. I wonder oh, if you, you just wonder, have these they're little, just th- they're just throwing like, these little punks who just graduated from Johnson, Johnson and Wales, and, Wales and they just have these big, huge egos. Yeah, that could be because not, I mean, this is like th- this, no offense to your kids, but this sounds like something that they would want to try to cook on a Friday when they're having their friends over for a sleepover. Yeah, exactly. No, let's have some shrimp with strawberry sauce. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, ha- have that. at it. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no, you can't do that. It's like when uh, Yorgina, she likes to put uh, maple syrup on her scrambled eggs. And I really? Always have, yeah, I always have to fight her with it. Where the, like, did that I, come from? What, did she have scrambled eggs and pancakes? And yeah, exactly. The, and the mixture, just she just enjoyed it? Yeah, and it got on there. And she's like, I like to put syrup on my scrambled eh. eggs. Like, no, no, you're not doing it. If it gets on there a little bit, that's okay. But I'm not pouring. You're not just going to pour maple I was going to say Aunt Jemima, but you're canceled. You and Dr. (laughs) Seuss, get out of here. I'm woke. Uh, All right. The last thing they have are the house-made crab and cheese wontons, which is basically like a crab rangoon. Those are good. I like crab rangoon. Yeah, that sounds fine. The Magnolia Terrace. This, oh, Bill, I'm in. You, You are all, all, all in on this. I can already tell. Crawfish etouffee with andouille sausage oh, and dirty etouffee. rice. Yes, talk mm, to me. Etouffee. Then we have a Cajun style ro- roasted oysters. You're talking my language right now. And then a house made boudin two ways with spicy mustard. I think boudin's also a sausage, like a real filthy sausage. You sure it's not plant based? It doesn't say plant based. Right. Certainly doesn't. I'm gonna look up what boudin is because now I'm confused. Sounded like a last name of one of those kids that was like a punk. No, it's a pork like and rice boudin. cage. <laughs> it's a pork and rice cajun sausage. That's boudin. So it's actually rice inside the sausage, which is interesting. Artie Boudin was that kid who had the mustache in fifth grade. You wouldn't go near him. <laughs> <laughs> His backpack always was like nine hundred pounds. <laughs> you didn't know what the hell was in there. You didn't yeah. ask. I'm not sitting next to Arthur. <laughs> Even. The- even the desserts sound good. A pecan cake with maple whipped cream. And then they have a pecan praline or praline, however you say it, depending on where you're from. Magnolia Terrace, I am giving thumbs up for all those. I like, everything on there sounds good. Now we're on to the uh, Northern Bloom. This could be okay. We have some seared scallops with French green beans, butter potatoes, brown butter vinaigrette, and applewood smoked bacon. Sounds good. Beef tenderloin tips with a mushroom bordelais sauce and whipped potatoes with garden vegetables. That also sounds very good. And even for dessert, we have a griddled maple pound cake with warm peach compote and sweet corn gelato on top. Not for me. I don't like peach, but every that sounds. You don't like really, peach? I don't like peaches. Really? Nope. I do wow. not like them. 
they're too astringent. Like I get, I don't know. They're like something about them. I just, I, I'm not a fan. What'd you do when you went to the beach pods? Because everybody packed a thing of peaches and <laughs> yeah, plums. Yeah, no, peaches and plums. I didn't have those. I would uh, eat pretzels or something. Uh, the pineapple promenade is next. A spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips. They try to shove that spicy hot dog down your throat at every, every single, single festival. I know. It's like, just leave it be. Uh, they have a Dole Whip and a mixed berry buttermilk cake as well at that one. How about Italy? We got the Primavera Kitchen. Italy's like either a 10 or a 0. They're never it a totally 5. Is. It totally is. They're never a 5. This one is the uh, Margarita Rustic Italian Flatbread with tomato sauce and mozzarella. That could be good. Yep. That could be bad, but it could be good. It sounds okay. They have an Arancini, which is a sweet sausage fried risotto ball with Pomodoro sauce. That sounds pretty good. That thing's 12 bucks. Wow. Must be the size of a softball. And then they got a traditional Sicilian cannoli. Crisp, filled, uh, crisp pastry filled with sweet ricotta, chocolate, and candied orange. I would, I mean, the flatbread, if the flatbread looked good, I would give it a try. Yep. And the Arancini, I like those, but for 12 bucks, that's tough. It does say Disney dining plan snack eligible, but there's no dining plans going but, on. Yeah. Still, right? <laughs> that is correct. So that's not very helpful. Ooh, ooh, hello. The refreshment port. Now, this is something that you may want, but you're going to say no because the last word. Housemade Italian sausage and pepper poutine. So it's on top of French fries. Yeah. Like a dirty yeah. sausage yeah. and pepper yeah. on top of French fries. It's just you feel I, like a fine. slob eating it, right? It's it's fine. I was watching some La Cellier videos, and I love that place. But when they get those, that whatever, you, you know, I want to pronounce it a different way, which is has a different meaning, so I'm not going to say it. But okay, it just doesn't. It, I don't know. It just doesn't look right. No, you don't. Like, I love it. You're, you're so at good. a you're at a fine dining establishment, and like now your first course looks like it came out of Cousin Eddie's. Now that I agree with the Cousin Eddie's. Uh, you that's know, like bar food. I wouldn't get that at like a nice. I wouldn't go to Capitol Grill and get poutine. Okay, I'd go to you know Applebee's and get it. Well, if you know what I mean, that kind of place. Right, so just right. like you're, you're at your local dirty bar and Man, you see that on the menu. Have you had like six Bud Lights on draft and you're looking for something to eat? That's like the uh, you'd get poutine at the uh, All Star Food Court at eleven thirty p.m. That was at the, wasn't it even later? No, because it closed at twelve. Yeah, it was like it was like it 11, was like eleven fifty six. Yeah, it was... might have been eleven fifty. They were like they were mopping the floor. Oh, and, and, and then you come in just whacked out of your mind. <laughs> Like get the just scrape the bottom of the thing, get them out of here. We we were, we were just hitting the hitting the hay, like sprinting. <laughs> no, they closed. The, they closed the in four minutes. Yeah. Uh, next, we're going to the Sunshine Griddle, which is a new booth apparently. Uh, and they have avocado toast with marinated toy box tomatoes and fresh goat cheese on toasted ciabatta. That doesn't sound bad. Shrimp and grits, blackened shrimp and cheddar cheese grits with brown gravy and sweet corn salsa. That sounds pretty good. Corn beef brisket hash with house-made potato barrels, onions, peppers, cheese curds, and a soft poached egg with Tabasco hollandaise. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? That does it? sound pretty good, yeah. Sounds real good. And then they have a, a little dessert, fried cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese frosting and candied bacon. Actually sounds pretty interesting. And they also have a Fruit Loops shake. Oh, come on. 
An ice cream shape ma- make, made with uh, Fruit Loops. Oh, that sounds so awful. I wouldn't mind that. That was a terrible cereal when I was a kid trying yeah. to be a weasel and get sugary cereal. They give that at your Guinness school for like breakfast. They'll give you like a little box of Fruit Loops. Uh, those things are gross. And then they have a... Uh... Ooh, this sounds good. Another uh, cocktail at this one is a Joffrey's co- Cold Brew Cocktail with milk, Kahlua, rum, coffee liqueur, and vanilla vodka. Oh, cold brew cocktail. That sounds good. We're on to the Taste of Marrakesh in the Morocco Pavilion. A Moroccan seafood couscous with shrimp, mussels, olives, preserved lemons, and anchovy breadcrumbs. That sounds pretty good. Then they have the, uh, I don't know how to say this, shakshuka, shakashuka. It's a Moroccan, it's S-H-A-K-S-H-U-K-A. How would you say that? Shakshuka, shakshuka. Either way, Moroccan baked eggs in a spiced eggplant and tomato stew. Yes. You would like that. See, I'm yeah, not that's... a big eggplant guy, but you that sounds like it's that right That sounds pretty reality. damn good, actually. Yeah. I bet it's got a little bit of spice to it, too. It might, yeah. The tomato stew's got a little spice in there. A little, yeah. little heat. Yep, yep. That sounds good. They have a uh, lemon cake with fig compote and sangria gel is the dessert there. But those first two things sound pretty good. We're on to the Trowel and Trellis hosted by Impossible Foods. So this is going to all have all the fake meat in this one. Grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread. That sounds okay. Corn on the cob with the garlic butter on it. Impossible sausage and kale soup. You're a soup guy. You going to try that? I love kale soup. Even if it has fake sausage in it? I love kale soup. No, I probably wouldn't get it, but I do a little Portuguese soup. Mmm. How about a boneless, impossible Korean short rib with cilantro, lime, rice, Don Muji slaw, kimchi, mayonnaise? Yep. Yeah, with a fake Korean short rib. That actually doesn't sound bad, but I had the impossible Whopper at Burger King just to try it, and it wasn't bad. I have to say. Like, it tasted exactly. Like, if you told me it was a Whopper, I could not have told it. I just wonder how bad it is for you. Oh, it's going to be awful. It's going to be terrible. To make not meat. Tastes like dirty, filthy, unhealthy meat. It's yeah. It's got to be awful. Uh, and the only the problem left. with that is you probably weren't wiping grease off your chin. Yeah, what was it? Because <laughs> I like wiping grease off my chin. Do you? It's not bad, especially when you're eating a Whopper. You expect it, right? Yeah, it's supposed to. Yeah. You, it's one of those where you hear it and you look down at your shirt and you're like, oh, thank <laughs> God. You. Have you ever eaten a Whopper where the tomato doesn't flop out of the back? On the it always bite? does. I Man, I haven't had a Whopper in 20 years, maybe. I'm not a big fan, but every once in a while, I drive by a Burger King, and I'm like, I could go for a Whopper. Oh, they have the flame grill, and you can just smell it. Yeah, it you see the so smoke coming out yeah. of it. Only only the two of us could be talking about the like the uh, meat-free booth, and we start talking about Whoppers. I know. And how does that happen? We're messed up. We're just messed up. Uh, that was the last one, the last cart there. Wow, usually it takes us like two, three episodes to go through this. Yeah, well, we didn't really go uh, too in-depth on it. Anything there? I mean, a couple of those things weren't too bad. That corned beef hash sounded pretty that good. That sounds all right. Yeah, I'm just so pissed that they took away that, that dish from Ireland. They brought I think it, it back was just here. You just got so much food, and it was so ch- relatively inexpensive. Remember they brought it back at the food and wine this year? What, the fish pie? Yeah. Did they? 
Yeah, they had like a best of the fest booth, and they brought back like favorites from all different. Oh, they had it okay. Year. Now the the next thing we want to talk about quickly here. Their profit margins probably only seventy percent on that thing, yeah, so, so they, they had, had to, to get, get rid, rid of, of it. it. <laughs> so they have they're not doing full uh, concerts, or they're not bringing acts in. They they have a new thing in the American Gardens Theater called the City Beautiful Bandstand. It says, watch local City bands Beautiful, from- by the way, is the nickname of Orlando. Okay. Watch local bands from Orlando, a.k.a. the City Beautiful, like you just said. Perform classic and contemporary songs. Performances are Sunday, Monday, Friday, and Saturday only. So the first... So uh, when, is, when is Christopher Cross going to be playing? He's not in one. Unless he's in one of these, these bands, I don't Sheena think Easton? he's going to be in him. Nope, none of those. Maybe at the Food and Wine in the fall. Mm-hmm. So the, the first group is called Epic. They're a pop group. This multi-generational super band makes appearances all over the world with their high-energy performances. Don't say what they're going to play. But you know what? This is the kind of thing that I think I wouldn't mind because they're going to play songs that you know. You're going to be going by, and you're going to hear them. They're going to be playing like some cheesy 80s song. And you're going to go, oh, I know this song. You're going to stop and listen. They're garbage cover bands. They're like the yeah, jerk-offs like that, that you see that play in a bar. Yeah. And you pay $4 for a cover charge, and it includes your first natural light draft. Right, exactly. I like yeah. that. You're just not, not what you Epcot. expect at Epcot. No, that's fair. And the next one is the... That's what emo- I expect at a, ter- at a really bad wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I like white, that. Walking around with his white shoes, working like the that. tables. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. awful. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so they're playing March 5th through 8th, April 16th through 19th, and May 28th through 31st. They're not going to try to squeeze you to pay 100 bucks a head to, to eat dinner to to eat. like an Alan Compass. I don't think so. I don't think see, they... Go see Chuck. I don't think they have any delusions doing, of grandeur. Doing Michael Jackson songs. He's like, I got to wrap this up. I have to uh, clean the bathroom in the American Pavilion after this. My shift starts in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. They also have Motown in Motion. Oh, wow. That sounds riveting. They're uh, March 19th through 22nd, April 30th through May 3rd, and June 11th to the 14th. They have the Vintage Vinyl Band. This unconventional top 40 cover band specializes in putting their own spin on music by combining today's hits with yesterday's sounds. Does that sound good to you? No. No. March 12th through 15th, April 23rd through 26th, and June 4th through the 7th. Next, we have the Hooligans. Rock out to classic tunes that range from the British Invasion to 80s pop and 90s alternative. March 26th to 29th, May 7th to 10th, June 18th to the 21st. We have the Spasmatics. This band captures all the best music of the 80s. Mm. Fun, flair, excellent musicianship and style make for an evening of pure 80s entertainment. April 2nd through 5th, they'll be there for your birthday, buddy. Oh, wow. May 14th through 17th and June 25th to the 28th. Then we have the Latin Ambition. This bilingual Latin American party band has received accolades and awards throughout the music industry for over 10 years. Their energy and showmanship uh, and their diversity of Latin Ambition has earned a fantastic reputation. They don't say what any of these bands play. They just like have these like weird platitudes for them april 9th through 12th may 21st through 24th and july 2nd through 5th this thing goes through the 4th of july this fest this festival i did not realize that 
anyway. Any thoughts on those? Yeah, you just garbage. Like I told you, garbage. Garbage. If you don't happen, insult, don't insult if, me. If you happen to be there, no, you wouldn't stop and watch the '80s if they're no. playing a song you knew. No. You just would kind of like be like, eh. no. no. See, I don't mind that too much, but it's not even like a. Yeah, I don't know. You're right, though. It's not even like an act. It's just like a cover band. Yeah, I, it's. It, I used to go to see people who I liked when I was kids. Yeah. Now we have cover band. Now we have like like like, the, like my buddies that I see on Facebook who love playing the guitar and they still play it like at some dumpy bar in Pawtucket. <laughs> it's like Does good for you. you. No, I'm uh, no, I'm happy for them because yeah. you know they love that stuff and that's what they do. I'm not gonna go see him in Epcot. No, that's true. Kristen's not yeah. taking a half day to go see Pete San Giovanni drill, you know, <laughs> smoke his freaking bass guitar. Pete San Giovanni. That sounds like a real person. It is a real person. <laughs> add him on Facebook. He, he's I'm I'm friends with him on Facebook. No, they, no I'm up. telling our listeners to add him on Facebook. Add him on Facebook. Yeah, he'll get a he'll get a he. Te- I think he teaches at, at Pilgrim. No, we don't have to dox the guy. <laughs> you want his address? Yeah. His sister probably knows him because she's student teached over there. Oh, really? Anyway, let's uh, let's take our second break. <laughs> we'll listen to a, a real band. We got some Mariachi Cobra. All right. We are back from break. You just got through listening to episode number 365 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. You like that? You like Mariachi Cobra? Yeah. You like Voices of Liberty? Yeah. You just don't like cheesy cover bands. I understand. I get it. I understand where you're coming from. You just feel more like it's a slap in the face more than anything. Just don't insult. Like, if you can't bring back bands because of low capacity... And you don't want packing people. I'm fine with that. I buy into that. I'm fine with that. But don't insult me. Yeah. But I think they're just trying to do something. They're not saying it's like replacing the concert series. They're just putting some kind of entertainment out yeah, there. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about that, Potts. Yeah, well, you could be right. This could be the <laughs> We'll see, we'll see about that, Potts. I guess that's true. If you think this is the writing on the wall, I can understand that. There's a good chance. I, I mean, I, mean, I just the track record. I find it ironic that Joe Rody retired <laughs> and now he's working with another company, but that's a different show, Pods. That's a yeah. different show. He was retired for what, eight minutes? <laughs> Again, stop insulting me. Yeah, exactly. 
Anything else you want to add here? Or should we just wrap things up? No, we threw up a great video today. Oh, talk about talk about our YouTube page. Yeah, man. YouTube. We're finishing up our, with our all of our Fort Wilderness content. Now, how we do have you get the, to there? How do you get to this page on YouTube? Just www.youtube.com. Search for okay. us at WDW Beyond the Gates. Okay, and then subscribe, like the videos, give us a thumbs yes, up. Leave we don't have a Patreon, up. so just subscribe to our channel. Yeah, that'd be great. We're trying to get some numbers to grow this thing, so we're not going to beg you for fifteen dollars a month for garbage this give you a phone free, call you could you could call me on on saturday afternoon for twenty dollars a month and i might answer and talk to you about your vacation yeah we don't do any of that crap but uh yeah if you, if you go to our youtube page we do appreciate that if you can subscribe but there. it is it is the ride from the uh tri circle d ranch mm. up to um up to the back of fort wilderness on one of those beautiful golf carts on one of those beautiful golf carts very nice. With a uh, mounted uh, GoPro, is that accurate? I had the mounted GoPro on the front. Nice. It was per- beautiful. Great That's video. Great. You're going to love this bad boy. Very good. Very good. So go there on our YouTube page. You can also find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at WDWBTG. Our website is WDWBTG.com. Subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. You can email the show info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com, and Gary at wdwbtg.com. We have a we have t-shirts which I haven't updated any, but you can go to what tpublic.com slash user. I don't remember, but search for WDW Beyond the Gates. I got an email the other day. We made a sale, so. Have we taken any money out of there? Because we got to have tens of thousands of dollars in that account. (laughs) I was going to say we have tens of dollars in there, I think. I think we have enough that we could buy one T-shirt to share between the two of us. That's not bad. It's progress. (laughs) We're getting somewhere. But yeah, we do have a store on TeePublic, if you're interested. Uh, That's going to do it for this episode, episode number 365. So thank you so much for listening to episode number 365 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you.